John. You know me. Hey, what's up, John? How you doing? Uh, uh, I just, if we were to, this is probably going to be on YouTube. Instantly, oh. <laughs> instantly, we can't monetize this shit because we have they. I don't know something about the cursing in the first few minutes. But you know what? True. You know what, y'all? Fuck that! I don't give a fuck. Okay. I was gonna change it and be fuck. like, "Welcome to the welcome to the Fracking Free Ballers podcast" or something like that. No, no. Uh, how about this? Fuck yeah. it. <laughs> fuck. Whoa, whoa, George this Carlin is for over adults. here. Yeah, this is for adults. I'm so sorry if you had children listening. Uh, don't yeah. ever say that those words if you're a kid. Yeah. I mean, um, it started like. 12 or something. I mean, you know, man, when I was in preschool, literal preschool, me and my best friend, Adam, you, you know, that playground um, thing that it's kind of like just a little tube. It's like the shortest little tube. You know what I'm talking about? It's like a little tube. And <laughs> is it, it just and, sitting on the ground sideways and you just crawl through it? Yes. And you can just crawl through it. And then it's not even that long. It might be like, I don't know four feet long and that seems big like that's how it felt in my mind as a kid so in reality sure. it's probably even small it's probably like a foot long tube or something that you could just go through uh me and my friend adam used to go in the tube and just be like yo and like yeah what's up guess what you know fuck <laughs> and like because no one could hear us in there you know so we just go in that little tube and just be like shit uh, and just practice all of our curse words, you know, and to make sure that we had them right. Y'all are like laying on your stomachs and, uh, you know, it's just that you're just, yeah. like, you're, 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 yeah, you're, we the, had... the, your legs from the knee down are like doing that. Are exposed thing outside. Yeah. <laughs> because we had to block the entrance, you know, to, yeah, of course. it's like BFFs only in this bitch. Yeah. And it's such a small tube it, and with two kids, two kids can't like fit in there, like on top of each other even. No. So, you know, no. Yeah, uh, I remember when I moved from uh, Connecticut down to Florida, I was going from second to third grade. And then like, I guess like there's uh, there's just no cursing in Connecticut schools or something or the kids are just classier up there or something. I mean, but, like, most schools you can't. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but when I but when I moved, but I don't remember any kid like cursing in like second grade. But then when I started school in Florida in the third grade, kids were like, secretly oh, being shit. like fuck. And I was like, whoa, you're just saying fuck out loud. And it's like, you just said it too. I'm like, oh, fuck. And it was just like, <laughs> you know, I was like, damn, man, that's that's where I just started down a down a bad path. Yeah, I will say that this school I'm talking about, this was in Ohio. So okay, to give you some perspective. Uh, I wonder nothing. what your friend is doing now. I know that was a thought that crossed my mind when I said that. And something that I felt deeply was like, probably it's probably not good. It's probably not good. <laughs> like, uh, and, uh, and I, I'm just going to reserve why I feel that way, but I hope he's doing good, but probably not. His, um, uh, his kids are probably going to listen to this podcast and then they'll start cursing. And, uh, because they heard me curse right at the very beginning. Yeah, statistically, like, just probably not, man. Like, it was kind of rough, not going to lie. Preschool, huh? Yeah, man. I mean, okay, just because I got got into it, I might as well say why, like, uh, why I feel this way. Um, His his mother went to prison 
when we were in Oof. preschool and that this is my dog you know what i mean and so my mom comes to pick me up from school like every day in preschool and i told everyone that she wasn't my real mom uh that my Whoa. mom yeah that my mom went to prison too <laughs> like uh, i was trying to like vibe with my dog like and so he wouldn't feel you know like fucked up about what happened and i was just like yeah like that's not my mom like my mom went to prison too this is like my like just my nanny or some shit like i don't know what yeah. i said i was i was literally like three or some shit like who knows you're like a, you're like like a saint of a three-year-old yeah this is a story that i wouldn't have known you know like if unless my mom told me like uh, my mom told me about this story but damn um, dude yeah what that that's crazy man so because of that that's why our podcast can't make any money on youtube because we curse and too that's much. what's going on in the nba folks we'll see you later <laughs> yeah good episode man shit fuck Speaking of jail uh, time, Ja Morant. I mean, oh what, God. what can I say? Yeah. Did you see how he like the way he, he held he held that gun in the video? Like to the side of pick, his face? Well, kind of like uh, you ever like try to pick something up that's really nasty that you don't want to pick up? You know, sure, like yeah. um, do a little like, two just finger like, thing. Yeah. Like just like a piece of. I don't even know what it is that you would pick up. Just something disgusting, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and he's got like, like the pinky sock. out. Yeah. And he's like holding it and like dangling it. <laughs> like that's the way he picked it up, which like, uh, um, props to him for iconically portraying holding a gun in a brand new way that I've never seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> like I've never seen anybody do that ever. I'm um, pretty sure they tell you you're not supposed to hold a gun that way. Yeah, yeah. Like gun safety. Uh, yeah, that you you have to like have like one hand on it firmly, the safety on, uh, no finger on the trigger, all that stuff. Like you can't be holding it like it's uh like like it's a like baby used condom or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like what it felt like to me. What if John Morant holds used condoms like with his whole fist? Like he just squeezes it like a like a weirdo. <laughs> oh, <okay>. <laughs> Sorry, gross. Um. <laughs> That fucking bad trigger discipline. Yeah, Um, yeah, for sure. But uh, no, but how, man, it's fucked up. Um, It's not like this is the first thing to happen. Uh, The the funny part about that happening was, uh, for me at least, was uh, we had just had some snow up here in Detroit. Uh And um, I went outside to shovel some snow at night because the heat had just lost to the Knicks, which we'll talk to. We'll talk about later. Mm. Uh, uh, like pain. I went on. Yeah. I went outside in pure pain to shovel snow just to like let off some steam. So <laughs> and, uh, yeah. 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 And I, and I put, cause it was a good game and I was hype sure. as fuck, but they fucking lost. And so like, uh, I put some headphones on, went outside did my because it happened to be like a great time to go do the shoveling and i was listening to an old podcast that was only like a few days old just a few days old and it was uh i i listened to um happened to listen to uh koc and chris vernon um the mismatch podcast on the ringer mm-hmm. uh kevin o'connor mm-hmm. and um they 
Kevin O'Connor was talking to Chris Vernon about John Morant because it was that day that a story had come out about a little bit more information about some of these things that had happened with him. Um, so there was like a summertime incident where he had a basketball game at his house. And, uh, you know, if you're John Morant, you're having a basketball game at your house. This isn't just like the neighborhood kids at your house. Like this is, these are ballers at your house. Yeah. And, um, there was a 17 year old and he got into an altercation with this 17 year old that resulted in him punching the kid. Oh, geez. and, um, which I'm not even going to get into all the, like, you know, people trying to say that this kid and his family is just trying to get money from him and all that. And uh, I also, Chris Vernon was like getting super defensive because he's a Memphis guy. And he was like trying to say like, oh, it's barely acceptable to call this kid a kid because he's like, he's a grown, he's so big and he's a basketball player and shit. But he's 17. But, it, but he's 17, my guy. And yeah. uh, the fact stands that John Morant punched this person. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's bad I, either way. I, yeah, it's bad either way. And so he was kind of showing his ass. He was trying his hardest to vouch for his dude, which I understand that and just loyalty. And like um, he does, he's trying to help the situation instead of like talk shit about this man. And I get that. And it was just so crazy that uh, I'm out there shoveling snow and I'm listening to Chris Vernon kind of like make an ass of himself and Kevin O'Connor point out like, well, regardless of what you say, like this is, this is a minor, you know, and he punched this kid and that these issues are bad. Uh, these things that are happening, like uh, the same report also said um, his John Moran's mom went to like the mall. Um, allegedly all of this is alleged. Our whole podcast is alleged. Uh, oh copyrights, yeah. Copyrights, we, we allege everything. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, I, we barely exist. Uh, everything we allegedly <laughs> even are real people. Um, this is all a work of fiction. Copyright 2023 balls podcast. Anyways, all rights reserved. Um, actually, this voice you're hearing now is Alex, and the other voice is John. How do you like that? Yeah, how now do you like that? that? Yeah, how do you like that? How do you like that? <laughs> um, yeah, but John's like he's just toxic in general, right? Like, yeah. you know, like he's just a guy like you sh- probably shouldn't like that's a guy you shouldn't be hanging out with because he'll get you in trouble, he'll drag you down, type of it a thing. It seems that way, it seems that way right now. It does seem like that a, way. Um, they were the whole reason they were talking about him because the story came out and mentioned more details about the issue, the incident with the 17 year old basketball player that he punched in the face and then went into his house and came back with like a gun on his hip. Like on some like, I'm going to intimidate you type shit. And then he told the police that the kid was the aggressor and that he hit the kid in self-defense that. And then when they asked him, well, what did the kid do? The kid threw a ball at him and he said that he he considered that to be the first blow. Basically. I mean, Steven Adams throws a ball at him every day. (laughs) What the fuck? Yeah. Um, It's, it's, uh, Man, I I didn't even I didn't hear that story. The one that oh, I just recently, more. well, I, I, maybe you're gonna say the same thing, but uh, well, actually, go ahead. Yeah, you 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 take it. So there there's the story of that. Then uh, because this we heard about that, but then there was this article that came out recently giving more details to that subject. But then also um, that incident. But then also 
there was another incident where his mom was at the mall and she's at like a finish line shoe store and gets into an altercation at the store with the with the employees at the store calls him he shows up with like 10 people uh including himself and then uh they get into a huge fight and he's like threatening the security of the mall and um allegedly telling them that like uh he'll be there when they get off work type shit like a threat oh type of thing um and then on top of that um <laughs> the indiana pacers have alleged that uh do you, do you remember that game there was a game where it was grizzlies and the pacers some of the pacers players got into it with some of ja morant's entourage that were sitting in the crowd including his father was and this the one where um what uh, what's his name uh skips skips uh sidekick uh was there at the on the sidelines What's his no, name? No, but that's even another one. That's another oh. one, Shannon Sharp, which uh, Shannon, Shannon Sharp, Sharp. Yeah. yeah, that's yep. Yep. It, yeah, uh that's another one even and like uh, maybe that was if that was the same game then that's just nuts, but I feel like that's a separate incident. But I thought um, that was a Pacers game and I th- and I or no, that might have been a Lakers game I feel. But anyways, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, that, that No, it was a Lakers game. game. It was a Lakers game. Yeah, but no, yeah. that that is yet another incident where like uh it's just like what the fuck are you guys doing like this is basketball like um uh shannon sharp also behaved poorly i felt he did but but he made up for it in his statement afterwards i don't know i would direct anyone towards what he had to say about it to go watch that video because this was like a month ago or more Mm -hmm. and it is super relevant to what is currently happening with this man um but the what I was talking about is um, Pacers staff members al- allege that they were after that game, not the Shannon Sharp game, but a Grizzlies Pacers game in which there were an altercation took place um, that the Pacers are like going all into their bus and shit. And a fucking car was outside pointing like a laser at them from inside the car. Like a and- gun sight? Yes, yes. Like the the Pacers staff members alleged that, like, yo, this is definitely a gun. You know what I mean? And it was what? on some like, yes, and it was on some like intimidation type shit. And um, that's why this story that had come out was so juicy. And like, that's what the whole reason Kevin O'Connor and and Chris Verner weren't even talking about it. And so I'm I'm shoveling snow and I'm listening to them talk about this. And Chris Vernon, bless his heart. I, I like him. Uh he's so loyal to Memphis and all that. You know, he's he's trying to make the better of it, but he's digging a hole just much like how I'm poorly shoveling snow. And <laughs> like uh Fucking that was kind of a big deal to me, considering I don't can't think of too many players um in my lifetime that I've heard sto- such stories about. And then uh so here's the timeline, right? So that's happening. Then the the very next day they they have a game against um the Nuggets. And this is a big game. Um I am just chilling right now. Uh, watching basketball like every day. This is a game I'm looking forward to. We're talking about the best two teams in the Western Conference are about to right. face off. We got Nikola Jokic versus John Morant. You know, like this is gonna be awesome. Prime time. Uh, guess what happened? Jokic and the Nuggets. They beat him. They beat him. Right. 
Um, so the Grizzlies lose. So I just learned recently. Um, I forget. I wish I could source this. I'm sorry, y'all. I let y'all down on this part, but this Thank is the word. story. Um, there was a players only meeting that yeah, night. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Go ahead. You take take it away. I'm oh, talking no, no. Well, I, I was gonna say I just learned about it today. Is literally the night of the gun incident. The night that he was on what was it Instagram? Uh, with, uh showing off his gun from a club. Uh, yeah. They literally had a, a players only meeting uh before uh, or earlier that day, uh talking about how they need to start handling um their off the court activities and how they need to start kind of reining it in a little bit. And literally that night, he he puts himself on Instagram with his gun. Yes. Holding it with the two finger wet sock hand. Yeah. Uh, against what the his fuck? Face. <laughs> um, yeah. So, like that, that's so crazy to me. The same night that they have a players only meeting. And um, so here's a, a couple of interesting parts about the whole situation. Like, uh, um, you know, John Morant's not the, what is he like? 22, 23. He's, he's 23. Yeah. Um, when you're 23, you do stupid shit. I'm sorry to all 23 year olds listening, but yeah. y'all are y'all are dumb sometimes. I was 23 before and was equally as dumb as y'all. Same. It's just how it is. Um, there's a thing with teams right now and the league, like the past, I don't know, decade or more. Um, there's players like Demarcus Cousins who comments in on this, or like Carmelo Anthony, Paul and Pierce, Paul Pierce, like just our other players. Well, not Paul Pierce in this particular subject, but oh, sure. you're saying players that are currently in the NBA, or no, that could be, that could be. Oh, oh, okay, okay. yeah, that aren't because teams uh, value they're prioritizing like you know like um it's rare that a team would waste like a wa- a roster spot on Udonis Haslam all these years but not just sign another prospect like another young player who could put you know what i mean um mm-hmm. and DeMarcus Cousins was spoke on this he spoke on this a little bit about the value of, of veteran players and he was basically trying to say that if they had a vet in that locker room that some of these things wouldn't be happening and uh, the Grizzlies are the only team in the NBA that don't have anyone 30 or older there's literally nobody even just 30 years old on the team really Yes, and the oldest guy that they have is Stephen Adams. Adams, and he's yeah. like 29, going on 30, and he is the one who spoke up in that players-only meeting to uh, to say, and he, uh, allegedly he didn't even name him by name, but they are the second-best record-wise team in the West. They have a chance to win the NBA championship this year, sure. realistically, yeah. and their road record is nowhere near as good as their home record. And he was pointing that out and he called out the players and he was like, I think we need to like take our, you know, we need to take our road trips more seriously and like not go out and, and wild out and shit. And, uh, uh, according to the story, the players understood that the person he was talking about specifically was John Morant, you know, and he didn't actually have to say his name. And so for him to do what he did, that was the same night that that happened. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So Stephen Adams tried to help this man. He tried, he was tr- actively like, yo, you got to tighten up. Like you're wilding. Um, and the same night, it almost like in direct defiance, you know, he does the whole use condom gun, gun <laughs> thing on his thing. Um, you know, it, it, the interesting thing about this whole thing for me is that um, it totally changes. It, it totally does a 180 of my view on John Morant. Like I typically look at the NBA with uh, with rose colored glasses on. Like I typically just think the best of most of these guys like they that I mean, I, I know. and I, But deep down, I know that, like, you know, they're cheating on their wives or doing all sorts of stuff off the off the court. That they probably, you know, it's it's immoral, you know, however you want to whatever side you want to take on that. But. John Morant, I had in my mind as just being like, like he's he's fun to watch. He's exciting. He's um, he's super athletic. He's you know he's probably one of the top as far as just skill wise. He's one of the top ten players in the NBA right now. And um, I just had this feeling that he was more of a he just had good behavior off the court. Um, you know, I know there was, but then recently the Shannon Sharp thing was like, oh okay, maybe there's a little bit of fire there, but eh, whatever. But now like the gun at the club, like man that's that's rough and the thing yeah. i can't figure out is like so he didn't was he doing something I, i'm a little confused cause i'm still playing a little catch up on this was it is it illegal in the state that he was in to have a gun in the club okay so there's so many ramifications of this so like um the the police are now looking into it because they wish they wouldn't have if he simply just did not <laughs> post this video, like yeah. uh, I'm not even John Morant and I never go on IG live. Right. Yeah. Like, and if I did, I wouldn't directly immediately incriminate myself. Yeah. yeah. Like, and, and he's old enough to fucking know that that's stupid as fuck. I'm sorry, yeah. but he's old enough to know that. Right. Even and, at 23. Um, yeah. But anyways, um if I understand this correctly in their state or municipality, where the fuck this happened in Colorado is in Colorado. Um, he, uh, you can't have a gun, uh, under, you can't possess a gun like, uh, under the influence of alcohol as well as like in a pub, in a public situation like that, like in a, in a business like that, something like that. That's reasonable. Something, yeah, exactly. Some reasonable shit along those lines. And the police are now looking into that. But more more important than that, hilariously to me, which uh, realistically it's not, but to me it is, um, in the in the collective bargaining agreement between the Players Union and the NBA owners. Um, I don't know if anyone out there listening remembers like Javaris Crittenton or Gilbert Arenas um, some of these players uh, who have brought in guns into the locker room or like a yep. team situation. Sometimes the dudes ha- just had them like they didn't even do it on purpose. Um, Gilbert Arenas actually had it on purpose. <laughs> like uh, He did. Yeah. There's been players who just brought a gun accidentally because they just have guns like that. <laughs> um and been punished for this. And I recently learned that in the CBA, it's like a 50 game suspension. Uh, if you bring a gun on like a team uh, travel trip mm, and, really? and that was a road game. So now not only are the 
like local authorities looking into whether or not he was like following the law in the possession of that gun in that video. Uh, the NBA is also looking into it because how did he have the gun? That better be somebody else's gun. Because if that's John Morant's actual gun in the video and then, it, then, and you know, and if they can prove that he had it with him, like via the team travel, then we're talking big time suspension. Like we're talking mm. like um, championship determining factors here. Like they, they could win the chip and now he could be suspended to the point where their team is made irrelevant because he fucking dangled a gun, like a used condom on his IG live. Like <laughs> the night that the oldest guy on his team tried to talk some sense into him. Unbelievable. I don't know. It's crazy. He's a great player. He's probably like one of the most exciting players to watch play. Sure. Yeah. Uh, love him on the court. And I just hope that like, uh, me, I personally hope that he does get into at least some some kind of significant punishment for this. Um, not because I'm hating, but because I do think that at his age, like I'm old enough to be wiser than this man, which is a weird feeling for me. But like uh he needs to learn something from this, and I hope that he doesn't learn that he could just get away with anything he wants. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that's the lesson you want for any 23 year old basically. Right. Is to know that like, you can't just get away with anything you want. You, this is what like standard. I mean, you're talking like, like a dad, basically like talking to a kid, yeah. you know, yeah. John yeah, Moran to- has me out here talking like a dad. Yeah. <laughs> um, Gilbert Arenas, by the way, it's funny. You mentioned him. He's been, I haven't heard anything from him on this issue. Um, he's been very quiet, which is kind of odd. <laughs> no, um, he's, he spoke on it. He did. Oh, he has. Okay. I, yeah. I had a feeling. Yeah. Paul he Pierce, almost- obviously, um, I, I heard about only because he defended John Morant because we all know the famous story about Paul Pierce getting stabbed sure. um, while he was a player. And I was not aware of this. What, so he defended him. He defended John Morant because he said, look, I understand why somebody would feel they need protection. Now, the thing about former Celtics players from the 2008 season is they pop off and say dumb shit. Kendrick Perkins is one of them. Paul Pierce um is it's I don't like watching Paul Pierce now and the stuff he does because it makes me uh, a little understand cringe. That he, he's not he's not yeah a little cringe he's not too bright but he's still one you know still one of my favorite players of all time still right? the truth still the truth yeah still and the he truth has yeah relevant experience you know he knows more about this than we do that's for sure he does yeah he he was Stafford those who don't know the story in one of his seasons like back when the Celtics I think were still kind of bad but they were you know. Uh, he got stabbed, I think, outside of a nightclub, if I remember correctly. The, the reason the story is normally told is because he finished out the season and it showed how tough NBA players were back in, the, in that day. Um, but he said basically on, uh, on Twitter or something uh, that he understands why somebody, why an NBA player would want to carry protection around. Now, that's, now I, I see it from that point of view, but I just don't know if that's why he has the gun. I, it looks to me like he's just kind of flexing, like, like, hey, I've got a gun. Look at me. I'm John yeah. Brandt. Does he it's really need it for protection, though? No, no. I, mean, I don't think so. No, like, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, myself personally, I'm super anti-gun. I've sure, gotten to same. know a bunch of gun people, and I'm open-minded. I'm not like some person that's just going to shit on people's beliefs. I've literally went with these people and shot guns and stuff like that, like uh, to fully understand what we're talking about. Like, and um, I'll tell you this, Paul Pierce, 
wasn't like taking photos with guns. You know what I mean? Like he wasn't like, like he wasn't glorifying the gun shit. Like not to mention, man, just go. Anyone needs to just go listen to Shannon Sharp's little comment he made because it was so long ago now, and so many developments have happened since then that I feel like people may forget what he said. But I think it was spot on in that, like, uh, basically, it's like, bro. Um, first of all, you did not come from like the type of hardship where you would need to have a gun. Right. Um, he has a good family. Um, lots of Twitter jokes about Clarence from the Eight Mile movie. Like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. he's got good parents and shit, and like a gated community, and and they raised him right. Like, and then it's like, um, even if you did come from uh bad a bad neighborhood or somewhere where you know you might need a gun to protect yourself or regardless of if you even have an opinion on that you're gonna be around it because you're suffering from that just being there uh why like he's John Morant now like he's like a multi-million dollar just his own self he's He's not a businessman. He's a businessman. You know what I mean? He could be the face of that league. He could be a billionaire. Yeah. Like, think about how LeBron is a billionaire and inflation and the progression of uh, society and money and shit. Like, one day he could be a billionaire, realistically, and that's not even crazy to say. Uh oh. So why so why would you try to it's like he's he's posing or something you know trying to prove that he's hard or something when it's like bro the real people who go through those things they don't go through those things because it's fun or cool or they want to uh it's a fact of life that's shitty and they're trying their hardest yeah. to escape and once they make it out uh they've made it you know and it's like now they can live like a good life and um, so that kind of shits on people who who do have guns on them for reasons like who wish that they didn't have to have one. You know what I mean? Like people Agreed. who have one on them every day that wish that they didn't have to have one. Interesting uh, way to look at it. Yeah, I didn't even I didn't really think about it from that point of view in that he's sort of um, posing. Right. Like he's he's, yeah. he's he's a poser. Yeah. And he's he's. He's asking for smoke that he he doesn't want to be really yeah. to be very honest. Like that he doesn't need. Like, well, and doesn't need. Yeah. And when you, by the way, when you make the NBA and you're an all star caliber player in the NBA, you don't need to prove that that you're that you're a badass. Like you you you're there. You you did yes. it. Like I get it. You're already way cooler than most people in the world. Like it's awesome. You're you're a rock star. As far as you and I are concerned, guys in the NBA are rock stars to us, right? Hell yeah. We're so, literally like, just talking about them all the time. That's yeah, like exactly. We we, we're wasting a half hour of, of of our day just chatting about them. But like, well, I'm not wasting. I shouldn't even say that. But um but yeah, but it's look, this this man's been to college. This man plays one of the most exciting sports in the world at the absolute highest level. He could um, I mean, he, there's just so he could win a chip. He's one of the best in the sport. Like you have nothing else to prove, man. Just go hard. Like you have one life. Just make like milk the hell out of this NBA time that yeah. you have. And, and like don't you make made it, space. dude. 
yeah, yeah, you made it. Like you made it past the point to where like uh you need to be dangling a gun. Like uh there's even rappers who rap about this shit that I've never seen dangle a gun in their video <laughs> because they have other people to do that shit for them. Yes. Not you. Not yeah. you. Like you're the you need to protect yourself and your image and your uh much less you just don't even need there's no need for that like so the only reason he would be doing that would just be like a a want you know of just wanting to like seem hard or something and it's like uh i think he deserves every bit of what's happening right now and i i honestly worry that it whatever happens it won't be enough to teach him um like well, you never how, know how stupid you never know because the punishment hasn't been handed down yet, but yeah, that's true. It, but but you never know. Yeah, so like um, I hope yeah. I hope so. You know, same. So. Yeah, no, I I hope that they hand down like like a hefty punishment. I I I have a I'm optimistic, but again, I you know things happen that that make me more of a pessimist. But like I I think Adam Silver will really 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 um hammer down on them a little bit. But then again, like uh you know after you had me listen to uh or listen to that podcast oh and also that documentary about the referees and stuff that uh that were rigging games and stuff back in the day sure. like man i it's some my you know those my rose colored glasses i gotta take them off you know and just be like well maybe he'll get like a week suspension or something and uh that's w-e-a-k or w-e-e-k uh, and then, uh, you know, and then it's, it'll just be all over I me. Mean, people will forget about it, especially if he comes back quick. If he stays out long, then I feel like it, it won't get forgotten. So I think they're looking at it at, from that point of view, but I don't know, it, but you, but like you said, if there's legal ramifications, it could be, I mean, it, it could be huge. Yeah, it, it could be very huge. Um, and, uh, like he's he is young enough to where I will give him this pass of like that you're young and stupid and um when you know I mentioned how they don't have any vets on the team older than Steven mm-hmm. Adams and he's like 29 and even Steven Adams has tried to like talk some sense into him and the that very night he talked about this that's the night we're talking about mm-hmm. um all that but at, you know i said all that but at the same time too um this dude has like multi-million dollar contracts with like nike powerade the nba yeah. like uh he has an agent um he's had to be in some serious discussions you know at this point in his life he's uh he's 23 he's a fucking man like he's an adult yeah. uh he knows damn well that that's stupid um, but uh, uh, Derek I, I, Favors, Derek Favors tweeted uh, on Twitter, former or I guess former. Damn, it feels weird to say. Yeah. I don't, I don't think he's on any team right now. Yeah, but, I know. Uh, on this issue, he simply tweeted, "It's okay to be a basketball player," because, uh, and <laughs> I, I interpreted that as like he's looking at John Rant like. He wants to he wants to be like NBA young boy or some shit. Like yeah. he's trying to be like a fucking like uh like he thinks he's not cool enough. Yeah, and he's trying no. to be like more cool. And there are like, so many you're people, John Moran, bro. There's so many people that wish they could have what he has without the gun. Like just a guy with insane athletic ability that is in the NBA, best player on his team. Team could win the chip this year. Like 
he is at he's at his all time height. Like it's it, there's he doesn't have to do anything else, and people will love him. That's it. Real. He should have been dangling like a like a beignet or some shit, or like a hot dog, like a, a different type of glizzy. Well, shit, like he's he, he's in Memphis. Like, just hold up some like wings or something, like, or just dangle dangle a barbecue. Yeah. Or I don't know, yeah, like some fried pickles or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, pickles, another thing you would hold the same way he held the gun, to be honest, like a little pickle slice, <laughs> a little two finger action. Um, just on a, on a quick side note, like big, uh, big picture stuff like this is the, uh, part of the problem with social media, I feel, is that not only are we seeing this stuff, we uh, social media makes people have to, like, show off everything that they have. If he. I mean, it's at the end of the day, it's still his fault. But like if there wasn't an Instagram live or an Instagram, I know I sound like a grandpa here, but like he probably wouldn't have behaved that way, to be honest. So but who's to say? True, true. Like the cult, the current culture we have of like, hey, everybody look at me. So this dude is saying kids these days, you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. This man is like, he just got whooped up by the Nuggets. And he's yeah. in a strip club in fucking a town I never. It's not even Denver. It's like some town I never heard of outside of really? Denver. Yeah, it's like a suburb of Denver. And mm-hmm. having just lost, he's probably sitting in there, and he literally is like feeling the pressure of like I gotta be cool still. You know what I mean? It's like fuck, I lost. All right, let me show everybody that I got this gun or something. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I'm I'm just like spitballing here, but like. Makes Why, you sick. Just what? Uh, it's just silly. It's just silly. It's like, bro, um, you know, relax, man. Like, uh, and, and at the same time, I I just recently watched the uh, the Bill Russell documentary on Netflix. This me man, too. Like, Love that shit. It's great. This man like totally went through like racial slurs and shit getting thrown at him. Like, and and he didn't like you know wave a gun around or anything like that. Probably because back in those days they didn't allow. Uh, black people to buy guns probably but either way the the thing is he he responded differently to adversity yeah no bill russell was dealing with like real shit real shit um, yeah yeah, john morant john morant is like trying to like tell you he's dealing with shit but he's not really no um yeah you know i guess in summation he's stupid as hell I think he needs to be held accountable for his own sake. I think that uh, he something needs to happen at the very least for this young man to to not go astray because he's super talented and he means a lot to what we love, which is basketball. And I want to see this dude more. And currently his behavior is like leading him down a path where we may have seen the last of him even, you know, as yeah. dramatic as that sounds. Eh, famous um, last words. Some, yeah, sometimes yeah. people, why be you wilding out? And uh, <laughs> at such a young age, like, uh, I, I think it's still, there's even though I think he deserves to be held accountable, he still has time to be held accountable and recover from that and be the person that we want him to be, like, that he deserves sure. to be, that he could be. Uh, so. You know, I hope that's how it ends. But um, yeah, if he if he if he takes his lumps and just like attacks this, uh, you know, head on and just like apologizes and does what he has to do to Memphis, to the NBA, to his fans, he, th- th- we can get over this like pretty quickly, to be very honest, I, I think. 
Especially because oh, yeah. it's like brand, it's like brand new news. So John Morant goes and does this on a night where you got number one and number two in the West competing uh, with his team being number two against the number one Nuggets in Denver, and they lost. Um, They lost, which is something that has happened to a lot of teams that try to play Denver in large part because of Nikola Jokic back-to-back NBA MVP looking a hell of a lot like he's going to be three time in a row MVP. Yeah. Um, Like, I don't know. What are your thoughts on MVP? Do you think that he, who's, who's your MVP? I'm a little biased um, because they've just now started talking about Jason Tatum having MVP uh, aspirations. Um, He has a case. He has a case. Yeah. He's playing well. Like his, if you look at like certain numbers, you, you can say, yeah, for sure. And plus, you know, the, the, you know, the Celtics are at the top of the East again. So you're just like, okay, you know, it's, he has a case. He's, he's, he's improved a lot of things defense wise and stuff, but it's, it's, he's, he typically gets overlooked and which I, I guess I kind of understand. I don't know why, but compared to Jokic, I mean, if Jokic wins it, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be upset because the proof is, is, it's not only in the number, like it's not only on the, sh- the, the stat sheet, it's when you're watching the game too. Like you, you, you see why he's an MVP candidate, this amazing stuff he does on the court. Dare I say it is also in the pudding, which I'm sure <laughs> Jokic knows a lot about pudding. <laughs> the man's a fan of pudding and honestly, who, who isn't? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, which is weird. Yeah. Cause in his country, I feel like pudding is, is like a delicacy or something. Like mostly they just have like, I don't know. Too much too far. Um, yeah. Shit. Um, started a start an international incident there. It, that's actually, you, you raise a good point. That makes me, um, that gives me an, a thought that I didn't have this entire time, which is like, um, I don't know if this is just too simple or what, but since I was a kid, my idea of like, what is the MVP? You know, what, how do you become MVP? Mm. To me, it is the best player on the best team. To me. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, um, you're okay. So you're, because it's like, if um, you take, if you take that guy away, that team wouldn't be the best team. You know what I mean? And so hence he's, he's the most valuable on the bet. You know, he's the guy on the best team that's making them what they are. And uh, what you just said actually made me think about like how fucked up it is that Tate, like this whole weird argument about joke Jokic and race and like uh, blah, 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 all that. Like, you either it's basically turned it into a polarizing discussion of like um you're either pro or anti Nikola Jokic. And I think <laughs> that discussion is super unfair to Jason Tatum. Super unfair. And I never oh. thought about that until until just now because okay. uh, um I don't really hear him come up in any of this. It's always uh Jokic 
and then it's like, oh, like Embiid deserves it. Embiid deserves yeah. it more than him, or Giannis. Like Giannis deserves it more than him. And and I understand all the case. The cases for all three of those guys are very strong. Um, but I don't really hear as much of a strong case for Tatum yet. I think he has like the most points and the most minutes played yeah. of any of those players. Like, and then it's like, come on, man. Like, uh, you're telling me that if he's not on the team that they're, that, uh, that they're going to be just as good. Like, hell no. Nah. Like Jason Tatum mm-hmm. is a big part of the Celtic success. And I just think it would be really funny if after all this argument and, uh, Jokic doesn't deserve it because everyone just wants to pick him cause he's white, which by the way, I, I do think he is the clear cut MVP. I don't, yeah. I don't think it has anything to do with the color of his skin. I it mean, has I, nothing to do with the color of his I don't, skin. I'm no. a Heat fan. I don't know if y'all remember last season when the Marcus Morris thing happened, Markeith Oof. Morris thing happened. Yeah. We're not exactly pro-Jokic, and I'm sitting yeah. here telling you that uh, I'm pretty sure this man's the MVP. Like, uh, that yeah. all... I just think it would be so funny if um, <laughs> the season ends and the Celtics have the best record. And Jason Tatum is the best player on the Celt. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah, uh, this it's just. Uh, I well, think- by your by your logic, then they'd have to by your definition of what an MVP is. They should if that's the if that happens that way, you're saying he should get it. That's what well, you're saying. I guess, but like not. I'm. I guess I'm just saying that's always been a factor. Like, sure, yeah. the the best player on the best team doesn't always win because sometimes it's ridiculous where there's someone a lot better than them. Like, mm-hmm. like last year with Jokic, like his, I don't, I think they were like fourth or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And he won MVP. Um, some, but because of his ridiculous, uh, performance, but right. like, uh, I, Henry Perkins bringing up like, um, that Larry Bird and Steve Nash won back to back MVPs and what do they have in common or whatever? Like, uh, I just think that's so ridiculous. And, uh, like Charles Barkley um, has come out and said uh, that that's fucking stupid. Uh, JJ Reddick tried to talk some sense into him uh, on TV today and they got into like a huge, like mm-hmm. literal argument on TV. Um, that doesn't even come to mind for me. Like when I think of MVPs, uh, because I mean, shit, those are the only white MVPs I could even think of. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. shit Good just point. doesn't happen really. Yeah. Um, I will give him that, uh, sometimes when these debates take place, the white people who are like voices in this discussion tend Which to there like, are a lot. They, there is a weird, like, uh, every now and then, like a weird support for someone, you know, which is just like they, yeah. uh, you, you're going to support, I don't, I don't know how to say it really properly. No, I, I, like, I know, I know what you're saying. It, it, it's a weird, there's like the, 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 the white voice will, will all of a sudden have like a, actually, I'm going to throw my vote in for this guy. And you're like, well, yeah, white, Tyler Hero is MVP. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. And you're like, well, you're I like, mean, whoa. Like, well, he's not a bad player, but why him? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. That being said, I don't think I've ever seen that happen, honestly. Like back when when Nash the like when Nash won his second MVP, I was fucking pissed because I thought that Shaq deserved it. When you look at the Miami Heat record the year prior and then the year that he joined the Heat. 
they were a never championship. That simple. It, I find it's never that simple. Uh, based on that, I mean, I I see where you're coming from, and I get that. But it's it's these MVP things are never that simple. Plus, I no. think sometimes they look at like how many MVPs does this guy have already. And they're like, mm-hmm. okay, well, let's give it to somebody else. And it's like, yeah, okay, I, I get that part. Yeah. That's what I think is happening. I think yeah. that because he won two in a row, which he's, he never said I'm the MVP. He, I don't think he gives, I don't think he cares at all about this. He shit. doesn't. I, I, I um, literally, ju- I literally just found a quote where he says, I, I'm not worried about it at all. I don't care. So, yeah. Yeah. I, so because he won two in a row and people find that to be nuts, there's like a quote unquote voter fatigue. The same reason why Michael Jordan or LeBron or Kareem don't just have a million MVPs like every single year, because Mm -hmm. uh, if we were going to be realistic, like LeBron would probably have like seven or eight MVPs. And so would Michael Jordan and Kareem and all these other guys. Um, there's voter fatigue. Then there's like uh, the way he looks and plays. He's a fat guy. He's white. He doesn't even dunk like uh, <laughs> all these things. He doesn't, he borderline looks like he doesn't even care. Um, but if, if you're a person who loves basketball and watches basketball, man, um, you it's, it seems undeniable. Like yeah. as a heat, as a heat fan, I do not want him to be doing the things that he's doing when we play them. <laughs> like it fucking yeah, no. sucks. I'm, I'm fully with you. Yeah. No, I, I totally get the, uh, I mean, so here's my, so as far as Kendrick Perkins is concerned, completely, it's just a bad take. It's very simply just a bad take. And I, I think, um, I think playing the race card is a little cheap to do sometimes. Um, I don't, I don't like it at all. Uh, I, it's, it's unfair to Jokic. It's unfair to previous people who have won the MVP. Um, it's unfair to, yeah, it's just, it's just unfair. Like you, the race card, you just got to be careful when you throw that out there, but that's, that's a overall bigger sure. issue than, than the Facts. NBA. Yeah. It's a delicate right? thing. You got to be careful with when you, yeah. And he's, I mean, cause he's the way he's wording it. It sounds like he's like, how come white guys always win the MVP? It's like, well, that's not necessarily even the case. Yeah. I'm sure Let me can, just. Just to be fair, he said um, uh, the only three players to ever win the MVP without being top 10 in scoring are mm-hmm. Dirk, Larry Bird, um, oh, or, or Dirk, yeah. Dirk, Nash, and Jokic. And um, that's what sparked this whole thing. And the, the worst part about the the whole thing of what he said is that it's not even true. Like Magic Johnson did it like multiple times. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly, uh, like yeah. you don't like scoring isn't the most important thing in basketball. Like I hate no. to break Hence it. why Steve like, Nash won the MVP. Once. Yeah. yeah Hence why, why we're even listening to Kendrick Perkins. Because if yeah. it was, we wouldn't give a fuck about what he said. Because he Honestly, on a side a note, I don't know why we're listening to Kendrick Perkins. Good point. Anymore. Good point. Good point. <laughs> just, just bringing that up. I mean, he does have a ring, but like, eh. I mean, barely. You know, yeah, barely. It's Kevin Garnett's <laughs> ring, you know, that's it's Paul Kevin Pierce's Garnett's ring. ring. Yeah. <laughs> and please, like, put Kevin Garnett on TV for if we're going to, instead of Kendrick Perkins for that matter. I'd much rather listen to him, anyways. But um, yeah, no, it, it's a bad take. Um, he played the race card, um, which I know gets ratings. And so I think that's, I, I'm starting to have this, this thing that like Kendrick Perkins is just there because they know he'll say something dumb. And then it makes it, he's like, he's like clickbait, I guess. Sure. If that makes any sense. So he just, he has a way of s- stepping in it. And then, uh, you know, people click anyway, just to see what he has to say. Um, it's, it's the same with like, you know, 
the show with Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Like I feel first like take, yeah, or whatever yeah, the fuck I, it's called. I think Skip you're right. Yeah. No, yeah. first take is easy. first take is the fucking show uh, Perk is on, but yeah, yeah. And it's it is what it is is like Skip. It, it, you're a you're a wrestling person. I don't know wrestling that well, but Skip plays the heel. He has the opinion that nobody likes yes. and nobody agrees with. Right? Shannon yeah. has the rational. He's the baby uh, you know, face. Yeah, yeah. Shannon Sharp has like the rational like opinion that most people like understand and agree with. Um, Skip just says stuff, and it's like, eh, whatever. All right, it's so. But there has to be that you have to put the the heel on the TV sometimes and have them say something dumb or evil, and so then people can throw their um their their hate at it and throw their whatever at it. If, if you if you think that they fully believe everything that they're saying, then uh, you know I think you're. Um, of lesser intelligence than me. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I, I agree with you. And yeah. like um the what's happening though is like because MVP and these end of season awards, they're voted on, you know, like um they're they're kind of subjective, you know, like um when all we can do is hope that the people who have votes, which are largely like media members, that they mm-hmm. vote in the in the health and spirit of the game. Like and what and what is true and pure on the to whole, the game. I would say that they do. On the whole, yeah, I would say I think so do. too. Yeah. I think so too. Um, but I guess what it is is like uh it almost reminds me of like uh elections in America <laughs> where it's like um bullshit starts to creep in and you just hope that none of this influences a voter. You know what I mean? You don't want um some media voter to not vote for who he felt was MVP because of this ridiculous discussion that yeah. came from, yeah. uh, like, let's be honest, like ESPN and skip on Fox and all these motherfuckers, they have been the shitty parts of basketball for a long time. Like they, they have been bad for a long, long time. I don't even think you and I would have this podcast if they were good, even like, <laughs> no. I, I, you know what I mean? Like, I feel <laughs> like uh, uh, they're so bad that regular dudes like us feel like we could come out here and do this shit. Um, <laughs> Who have never played uh, one minute of an NBA game. Uh, we just played like street ball uh, after work uh, with a bunch of buddies. Yeah. Um, by the way, side note, I did a little quick math. Um, just looked up some stats and stuff. Um, th- this should add to Jokic's MVP argument if you're pro him getting the MVP. This man, like, since he was drafted, like, he hardly misses games. Um, he's been in the league since 2015-16. Um, he's missed a total. Uh, in, in, since 2015-16, he's missed a total of 36 games his whole life, his whole career. And the Nuggets are 14-22. and 22 in that time span. So um, to your argument, they are a better team with him on the court. Um, and also I sure. think another element that goes into MVP is like, you have to play the game. Like you have to be, be available or you have to be available. Yeah. yeah. That's why Kawhi is, you know, it's tough to make the case sure. for him, right? Load yeah. management, all that stuff. So um, yeah, that's just, I mean, it, it's, it, it, I don't know. I, I don't know how you can argue with it. I mean, if he wins it, I, I will not be. I typically don't care who wins the MVP, to be very honest, but I know that a lot Same. of people lo- love to get into it by argument. I'm just a fan of my team winning. If one, if somebody on my team wins, hey, that's that's great. All the more, if Tatum wins, I'll be super excited for him and everything. But um, 
at the end of the day, my thing is like Celtics winning a ring. That's that's what I watch the games for. That that's yeah, it. Yeah, they don't even have to have the MVP. You don't even fuck. Yeah, I they don't care. To, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess um, in that regard, I guess Perk saying some stupid shit has made the MVP more important. I guess so. Like I'll I'll give him props on that for like making us even talk about this shit. Yeah, um, we are talking about it. Yeah, we so. are talking about it. We're just like, yeah. what the fuck? But like, um, you know, reason reasons why he's not the MVP or like why people don't want to vote for him. It's like he's fat. He's a white guy. Whatever. Um, he uh he's never won a championship, right? He 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 crumbles in the playoffs, so to speak, right? I'm just I'm just throwing this on him because he's never won a ring. And that's mm-hmm. part of the argument of like um they're trying to say that like uh another argument I've seen is that black players get more pressure on them like to win or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I will say that uh number one, the MVP is a regular season award. Like, uh, True. it's not, yeah. it's about most valuable in the regular season. There's a, that that's why they vote on it before the playoffs even start. That's why Dirk had to accept it being eliminated from the playoffs, and it was like super embarrassing and shit. Like, um, it's just the way it just is. It's to, a, well, just to nitpick your point there, because I like to nitpick. <laughs> um, they do know if if I if I had I'm. You could you could tell me if I'm wrong, but they do know when they pick the MVP, they do know whether or not your team made the playoffs, right? So the playoffs, so I think the season has ended and the playoffs have started. So they do so if you are if you played phenomenally on a team that didn't make the playoffs, that does go into the argument. So you can't necessarily say the it is a regular season award, but the status of your team making the playoffs or not will come into factor there right yeah like the playoffs only matter as far as you making it but what you do there doesn't matter if we were going to talk about you know like i literally just said on the last podcast that i can't even fucking take them seriously until they just get to the finals because i'm tired of of watching them kick ass all the way up to the playoffs and then lose. And that's not Jokic's fault. I feel, I think it's like the, their team. That being said, I think he's got the best chance that he's ever had ever this year, but um, people want to lump that into the argument when the award is a regular season award, plain and simple. Yeah. And that's why, and and that's part of the reason why I don't really put much stock in it. Um, I mean, if you, I, I, the the only thing that I really care about is like how many times has the MVP gone on to win the champion, the MVP for the season gone on to win the chip. So that's when it really, cause, cause then you could say, well, if there's a big time correlation between player that wins MVP goes on to win the ring that same year, well, then you could say, okay, well now I really want Jason Tatum to win it just to, you know, cause the universe uh, rewards that or something, you know what I mean? So, you know, yeah, I guess uh, for Tatum personally, like uh, I think, um as amazing as he is that he is honestly suffering the most from this discussion i feel because he has a great case for mvp um he's also young he might be the youngest guy in these talks and so i think he'll have some mvps ahead of him 
like uh yeah and he'll he'll I, I like i'm not i'm almost positive that Jokic is the mvp and that he's not gonna get the mvp but i do think that if things continue the way they are that tatum has an mvp or two ahead of him sure. uh, but yeah uh the whole thing is is ridiculous uh mvp <laughs> has never fucking mattered i think finals mvp is way more important than regular season mvp agreed uh, yeah you know, if I won regular season MVP, would I be flexing on that? Like at the supermarket and at Thanksgiving and like I would dangle the MVP trophy to... with two fingers in a club. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Hell yeah. Like that'd be awesome. But like as fans, um, this might be the most anyone's ever gave a shit about this. Uh, about about the MVP award? I think so. And I think it's because um, race got thrown into it when it's not about that at all. You know what I mean? And like, yeah, uh, which is why. Yeah. And that's why we're talking about it, because somebody had to throw race into it for whatever reason, especially since like everybody's kind of jokingly calling this the year of the white boy because uh, of what Mac did in the all-star game and all that stuff. And it's like, oh, whatever, man, whatever. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, exactly. Yeah. You would think based on that talk that it's just like white dominance or whatever. It's not. We all know that it's not. Yeah. Like we all know that that's not true. Like there's like three (laughs) white MVPs. Like what, you know what I mean? Like there's like 20 bajillion non-white MVPs. And uh, so, I mean, it's just stupid, man. Um, so I guess Perk kind of wins like ESPN and Kendrick Perkins wins yeah. Yeah. because yeah. they have well, made say, us say, talk say that ESPN it. wins. Don't say Kendrick Perkins wins. But yeah, uh, yeah. ESPN wins because, you know, it's they're a big business conglomerate. And of course, they made a decision to put somebody on TV who says dumb things. And uh, way to go, Disney. You, you did it again. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Side note, just because I was curious, um, only six players in NBA history have managed to get both the MVP and NBA championship in the same season. So interesting. All right. Yeah. So that what that tells me is the basketball gods will give you one thing, but not the other, basically. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough. It's very tough. Yeah. And, And by the way, these names are like they're huge. They're big time, you know, top 75 greatest players ever names. So, yeah. Moses Malone, Magic Johnson, uh, you know, uh, Wilt, Hakeem, you know, stuff like that. So Shaq, obviously. That being said, now that we've gotten all that out of the way, we've kind of ran kind of longer. I didn't think we would talk as much as we did about that stuff. No, it was good, though. Um, like, that was, that was, it was good. Yeah. I guess, I guess, let me get like two or three minutes out of just like the New York Knicks, man. Fuck, fuck, <laughs> man. What the fuck? I'm a Heat fan. You're a Celtics fan. Yes. Sometimes we're just in different worlds. You know what I mean? Like, largely for this season, we have been. Like, my, uh, the Heat have been uh, having a terrible year. We're, we're, you know, we're talking about playing type shit. Like, we're trying to get out of the playing. Yeah. Meanwhile, the Celtics are talking about MVPs and number one seats and, and shit. And then the ring. Yeah. Yeah. And like, um, yet here we are. Uh, neither. <laughs> we can't beat the Knicks, man. What's <laughs> going on with the Knicks? Okay. Well, in, in our defense, they've been on a tear. They've been on a tear recently. They won, what was it? 10 in a row. 
So okay, let's let's nine. Uh, let's, um, nine. Okay, my bad. I'm I'm sorry. I should I should clarify. We'll get to that that potential tenth win. But like, yeah, they won nine in a row. So they're on a little bit of a tear. It doesn't mean they're like the best team in the NBA, but um, they're still like a middling average sort of NBA playoff team, right? They're like a fourth or fifth type seed, right? Um, so losing to them, um, sucks. <laughs> and, it, and there's, there's this thing where like the Knicks should be like, they've been so bad in like recent years, um, for like well, it, two it to three decades for, yeah, basically. Yeah. They haven't, it, shoot, shoot. They haven't even won a championship in 50 years. This is the 50th anniversary of their last championship. Wow. So they, they've been pretty futile, I guess you could say, even though the nineties were a great decade for them, but yeah, we've been so used to for, for a while now them just being a bad team that uh, that tanks for draft picks and uh, is always in talks to sign Durant or Wade or, or some big free agent or Anthony Davis or something like that. Um, and they and then they just kind of you know they they bought them out and and whatever and they're just garbage you know. But uh, now they're like good, <laughs> they're like really good. <laughs> they are. They are. Yeah. Yeah. That the, was a hard the win they had against. Man. The win they had against you guys was kind of lucky. That's like, that's just like, that's but even man, more heartbreaking. Yeah. It, it, it was so fucking crazy, man. Cause, yeah. uh, uh, on heat Twitter, uh, there's this dude, chef Trilly shout out. Uh, I don't always agree with him and I don't understand how he rose to be who he is, mm-hmm. but he is like probably like the, the poster child of heat Twitter fan. You know okay. what I mean? Like, uh, he is known to be, a he's famous for just being a heat fan on Twitter, like, uh, more so than any other person. Um, and that day I was fucking mad at him because he was first, he started the day with tweeting out like, um, nostalgic things about the rivalry, which I love. Like, I actually do like when the Knicks are good, at least kind of like how they are now because it becomes relevant. And I think it's because uh, my childhood, we had this intense rivalry. Like you have the iconic. um, Yeah. You have like the iconic memories of like Jeff Van Gundy grasping onto Alonzo Mourning's leg, like in the middle of a fight of all the players, like this melee. Um, My most, my most iconic memory from that rivalry was um, I was just kind of like, I had like a heat, Nick's playoff game on in the background, a very crucial playoff game. You'll re- you'll remember this. And then Alan Houston like put on. Yes. I just had it on in the background. I was kind of paying. And Alan Houston yes. hit that game winner. It like bounced off the rim and then like kind of had that shooter's touch and it came yep. down and went in the floater. And I was like, I was like, did I just see what I just saw? And that's when the eight. It was, I think they were the eighth seed and they yep. uh, they, they, they beat us. The we were number yeah. one. Yeah, yep. that's when they went to the finals against the um against the Spurs. But uh, yeah, and I was like, did I just see what did I did I just see that happen? That was uh, the first, like, uh, that was the first time that I learned as a child that my enjoyment of basketball could hurt. Yeah, (laughs) your feelings. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like, what? It stinks. Like, uh, that, I was, like, standing there in shock. I don't even think I watched them again for, like, a year or two later. Like, I had to get (laughs) older after that because it hurt so bad. And, uh... That dude, Chef Trilly, he was tweeting that day, like, iconic moments of the rivalry, including that one. And then as the game went on, he was like, oh, uh, this is this is fucked up. Like, who's going to be the Allen Houston of this game? 
and like right after he did that right after he said that fucking the randall Randall shot happened yeah which was just incredible (laughs) like uh jimmy jimmy poked the ball away twice Mm-hmm. With the second one being like that should have ended the possession, and it took like the weirdest bounce I've ever off seen. His foot, yeah, yeah, off his foot, right back into his hands, allowing <laughs> him to do what he was doing. Which, to be fair, he's fucking balling. Like uh, I got no problems with him. He's an awesome basketball player. Quickly and, too, uh, yeah, quickly, amazing, yeah. and um, yeah, that that fucking pissed me off though, especially because the last time we talked, I was I was adamant about like we have to beat them, you know, yeah. <laughs> like this is very important. Um, then they go on to have that double overtime victory against the Celtics, and uh, they have yet to lose against. They're undefeated against the Heat and the Celtics. Yeah. So I mean, as far as I'm concerned. They're like free ballers podcast enemy number one. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, it, it's funny. I normally get butterflies in my stomach when like the Celtics play the heat. I'm just like, it's just a weird sort of like, I'm just like, God, please fucking beat them. You know what I mean? It's just, a, yeah. it's just, a, it's an, ira- it's an, a completely irrational, you know, thing. Where I'm just like, God, please, please beat them. Just please. Cause Jimmy is just his face, and whatever. I, I won't get into it, but <laughs> But like now the Knicks are, I'm like, stop, just stop. Yeah. This isn't you. Yeah. Why are they trying to get into this? This is not between, yeah. <laughs> yeah. this is between us, man. Yeah, this is between us. <laughs> and they're trying to like jump in, yeah. trying to jump in. So like, I'm like, whoa, whoa, excuse bro, bro, back up. Like we, nobody invited you to this fight. All right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, no, nah, but I guess, you know, shout outs to them, uh, like for becoming relevant again. And, uh, I'm I mean, very yeah. happy to see like tonight I was hoping that for the heat's sake, I was hoping Brooklyn would lose and New York would lose. Right. And uh at least New York did lose. Um like the CLT Hornets. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I those jer- I don't know who like what marketing team, by the way, side note, I don't know what marketing team let those jerseys go like that. I'm like, what what were you, what the hell were you thinking? But anyway. yeah, yeah, come on, man. Like CHA like, uh, would have been CHA is right there and would have been way easier. I don't know why you didn't yeah. just do that, but whatever. They did that shit on purpose, man. Yeah, they totally did that shit on purpose. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Got, yeah. So they lost to the clits. Yeah, uh, rightfully so. I um, like. How you, by the way, I like how you said that. Like, uh, finally, New York is, uh, is the Knicks are finally not not being irrelevant. Like, it's fucking New York City, man. Like, there's they've been there's there most of them no, are true. Yeah, that that's like the, considered the greatest city in America and all this shit. Yeah, like, come on. Yeah. They sell out games and sell yeah. the merchandise, even though they've been like abysmal my entire life. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I was happy to see them lose tonight, but um, yeah. I do, I do think that they have put themselves on the map. Um, you know what I mean? Like, for example, we don't on this show in the history of this show, we don't really talk too much about the Pistons, the Wizards, the sure. Magic, the Timberwolves, like the Magic maybe too, a little way. bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like um, the Thunder. Like there's some teams that we just don't talk about that much. And it's because they're just not doing anything. They're not doing anything. Yeah. And if all of the teams I just named, we've talked about more than the Knicks. And now here we are. (laughs) And here we are. It's true. Uh, So, Um, you know, if I was a Knicks fan, I'm, I'm fucking going crazy right now. Oh yeah. No, I, I, 
yeah, no, I, I'd be if, if I'm a Knicks fan, obviously, yeah, you're crazy excited right now. I, I mean, yeah, your team so when, happy to lose to the Clits tonight. When you, <laughs> I mean, New York residents have been losing to Clits most of their life, anyways. But you know, you know, you know. Um, anyways, but like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what that joke means, but like, I don't know um, either really, but it was <laughs> like, you know. like, they just, they just can't seem to find it. I don't know, whatever, something like that. But like, <laughs> uh, you anyways. have like a good traffic, like the, the grid, like the street system may, I think they probably find it, but who knows? Okay. 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 They couldn't find it tonight. All right. Yeah, maybe they did could. find it and that's what happened. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, I don't feel sorry for New York. Really, I'm just like whatever. Like, you know, when, when they lose, they lose. I'm like, okay, fine. It's just, it's New York. It's like considered the greatest. They, they have such an ego to them. I just don't really care. So, yeah, it's like unfounded. You know, it's like win some shit, win some shit. Uh, like, uh, I don't know. It would be weird to me if like we only celebrated like the arena my team played in, and not that we're good. <laughs> uh, exactly but i guess yeah, to yeah. them and uh you know whatever it's each well they're like the, the knicks are the epitome or, or they're the embodiment of that meme uh that meme that always goes around where the guy is in third place but he's spraying the champagne in his own face you know what i mean <laughs> yeah you know yeah. that i mean yeah that's yeah. the knicks basically yeah so they're like yeah we're we're new york's team but like you're you're like in third place so yeah <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, good good luck to y'all, Knicks fans. Yeah, uh, like I mean, it's I not said, easy if, winning nine in a row. If I was a Knicks fan, I'd be very happy. This is an exciting time. I think it's good for the game, but that doesn't mean I have to support y'all. Fuck absolutely y'all. not. Oh absolutely not. And yeah. I look for. I hope that y'all keep this up. So I can continue to hate on you guys. <laughs> like, because you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't feel fun to like punch down that just, then you're just a bully. So like, but it's I, New York. So you're punching up. That's true. I guess. Cause it's New yeah. York, but, but I, in the NBA terms, it's punching down. It's like punching they, down. Yeah. Like let them they, have their thing. I hope they keep it up so that when they lose in like the first round, which they inevitably will, it'll be that much more sweet to be like, wow, how did a team that went on a great, uh, a nine game exactly. losing the exactly. first round. That's so why I want cute yeah. and fun and good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I mean, this got like, this started out like dramatic and turned salty. I, it's true. We're a bunch of fucking assholes. And uh, that being Whatever. said, uh, we're just, Twitter you know, this to me. Yeah, it's true. Uh, we're just floating on a breeze and just balling free. And Sick we hope you guys all are too. <laughs> for, I don't know the rest of the words to that song. I'm just saying on the dock of the bay. Yeah, that's the title. <laughs> Damn it, fucking, I don't I know that. Yeah, <laughs> just hating on the Knicks. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah. All right, free ballers. Uh, if you're a Knicks fan, you probably didn't enjoy this. Love y'all. Hey, free ballers. Doesn't matter what team you're a fan of. I love you. Hell yeah. Alex doesn't. I love you. No, I fucking I don't <laughs> I don't know why you guys are listening to this shit. <laughs> I do. For hot Celtics takes. <laughs> <laughs>